Music with a message on Worldwide, KFUO.org, AM850 here in the St. Louis region. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, and we're also on Facebook at Facebook.com slash KFUO Radio. Hi, and good afternoon. I'm Gary Duncan. It's time now for our moment in creation with Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold. Good afternoon, Pastor Worth. Good afternoon, Gary. Well, you know, I was browsing the Internet uh, last week, and I came across this, and I shared it with you. It says, large dragon man skull found in China is forcing scientists to rethink human evolution. And you had an opportunity to uh, look over that article, didn't you? I did, as a matter of fact. Thank you for sending it to me. I'm always appreciative when people send me stuff that we can uh, read and think about and talk about here on our moment about creation here. The article you sent is entitled, Dragon Man Skull Dumbfounds Digs Up Doubts About Human Evolution. It was on msn.com about a week ago. And let me just kind of cut to the facts on the article itself to begin with. Uh, The article says that a skull was found by a construction worker uh, Uh, at a bridge construction site in China back in 1933, and the worker who found it recognized it as significant, but he hid it in a well to keep it from falling into the hands of the occupying Japanese army back at that time. Its existence was only revealed by the worker's family in recent years, and it was donated to the Hobai J.O. University for study. And it turns out they do consider it to be a unique fossil, something that is uh, interesting to study there. They call it the Harbin Cranium because of the city in China near which it was found. It has a large cranial capacity, room enough for a modern human brain. Um, The face has uh, a human face like our own skulls would have, only with uh, squared-off eye sockets, imposing eyebrows, a wide mouth, and plus-sized teeth. Uh, So they believe, scientists believe, that the skull came from a male who lived to be about 50 years old, and they think that it may be an unrecognized human species, so they dubbed it with a scientific name Homo longi, or dragon man. Now, the homo would indicate that they consider it to be man, not an ape, uh, but they didn't call it homo sapiens. They wanted to give it its own uh, designation there. They They were basically saying it was a new species found of human. That's what they're claiming. And what does that mean? (laughs) If you you go on and read the article, they say that these creatures, like Homo sapiens, modern man, hunted mammals and birds, gathered fruits and vegetables, perhaps even caught fish. That sounds pretty much like regular human beings there. Uh, But that was a professor from the Chinese Academy of Sciences that made that statement. Um, And then according to their geochemical dating processes, they date the skull at 146,000 years or older, and they say, even in their own article here, that uh, modern human species were also on the move, along with woolly mammoths, woolly rhinoceros, and perhaps giant beavers at that time. So it's possible that Dragon Man and his clan would have come across early Homo sapiens. So he lived at the same time as what you would recognize, true modern man, Homo sapiens. So why would you think it's a separate species? Well, they are all evolutionists are always trying to um, 
split species up to make it look like evolution happened. And other scientists are, don't agree with these uh, Chinese scientists. Some of them say that it was a Denisovian uh, example because there was that's another supposed human ancestor, but was known mainly by DNA, not by fossil fragments. And they say, well, maybe this is really the skull of one of those guys. And so uh, there's another possibility. They say that Dragon Man could be the example of Dolly Man, another uh, fossil skull that had been found earlier, I think also in China, that they thought was an early ancestor of modern-day humans there, too. So it's interesting that there's a debate even among the people who do believe in evolution, scientists who do believe in evolution. They're not sure, is this a separate species or is it just an example of another one of the other ones that they found? But they do seem to think that it lived at the same time as Homo sapiens, modern man. So and and did human like things like hunting and fishing and stuff like that. So that that's not an ape or even a half ape half man. But that see that kind of brings us to the point. Why is this of interest? Because evolutionists always want to tell the story as if human beings evolved over a long time periods from lower life forms and so that earlier ape-like ancestors gradually evolved to be man as we know him today. Um, so two things that I would want to point out uh, for our listeners here. First of all, whenever I hear about a uh, unique fossil found in China, immediately red flags go up. The Chinese are known, they're notorious for faking fossils. So first thing you would say, let's make sure that Western scientists be, are able to examine it very carefully, including by CT scans, to make sure that it wasn't fabricated, because they've done that. They've, they've fabricated fake fossils, and when you do a CT scan, you can see inside there's uh, metal fragments and grout and other kinds of things that they do to make the kind of fossil they know Western scientists would be interested in. So it's made to order uh, to be something that you'll spend money on if you're national geographic for example right. to uh, to get a fossil that fits in your evolutionary uh, fairy tale so number one i would say watch out for that i want to see if it does get examined carefully by western scientists if it stands up to that scrutiny secondly i would say for our listeners whenever you hear something in the line of human evolution Always go to Answers in Genesis and check it out with experts like Dr. David Menton. He's wonderful on explaining these things and does a great job. So that's what I did immediately. Now, this particular fossil has not yet appeared in an article at Answers in Genesis, but there's an article, they have lots of articles on the subject, and this one I would recommend to our listeners. It's actually part of a book, Chapter 8 of the book, Searching for Adam. Searching for Adam is the title of the book. The chapter 8 is written by Dr. David Menton. The title of the chapter is Differences Between Humans and Apes. And he goes into great detail explaining the fossil record and the differences between how evolutionists would approach the fossil evidence and the way a Bible-believing Christian would approach the same fossil evidence. And he does a wonderful job of showing that apes have always been apes and people have always been people. They've, one has not evolved from the other into uh, the other. And then he gives you examples of the differences between ape and human fossils and how you can easily tell the difference. And 
in this case where they say they had a complete skull, which they even admit is a homo skull, he points out that one thing you look for is the brain capacity. Well, the article said it had a big brain capacity, easily accommodating the size of a brain that a human has as opposed to an ape brain. So that was one thing. The next thing is the the face. The, a human skull's face is more vertical, whereas an ape's face is more sloped. Next thing is the protruding nasal bone. Humans have a protruding nasal bone. Apes do not. So your glasses sit on that protruding nasal bone when you wear glasses. Apes, it doesn't work that way. They, they can't wear glasses that way, you see. And then you look at their jaws, you look at their teeth, and that would be another thing you can examine, the difference between our teeth and their teeth, our jaws and their jaws. And there are many other examples of anatomical differences, but those right away when you're looking at the skull would help you determine this is a human skull, this is not an ape skull. So the skull that was mentioned in the article is clearly a human skull. It's not an ape skull or a half-man, half-ape skull. There is no such thing as half-man, half-ape, or ape turning into a man gradually. So if you had a human skull, it's definitely a human skull. But So why don't they just call it Homo sapiens? Because that would be to admit that evolution, as they tell the story, is not really true. It didn't really happen. So you have to come up with a new classification because you'll say something like, oh, it has heavier eyebrows, or you'll, you'll magnify some small difference, some small anomaly, even though it's well within the range of human variability. So that's the thing that Dr. Menton points out. None of these so-called half-man, half-ape skeletons are, if they're truly human, they're still within the range of human variability. We don't all look exactly the same. Our eyebrows are not all exactly the same. Our noses are not all exactly the same. Our teeth are not exactly the same. Our jaws are not all the same. There's a range of variability in each of those features. And so it's just one of those things that evolutionists try to do to pull the wool over people's eyes to try to downgrade the fossil remains of a human to something less than human in order to fit into their fairy tale of evolution. I looked at the skull here in a a 360 view uh, where you can see all the way around the skull and they've got images of what they think this man would have looked like when you talk about the heavy eyebrows the skull comes out at the eyebrows and it, it kind of looks fake now that i look at it closer so maybe you know you, you talked about they they fake things like this as well maybe they put some kind of material there to make it look like the skull came out farther there right around the eyebrows well one other thing i'll point out if anybody is looking at this article and you get to this rotating skull if yeah. that's what you're looking that's at what I'm right talking now about. yeah if you read underneath the, the caption there it's a virtual reconstruction of okay. the skull. So it's not a not photograph. Even, and that, that's another way that people get deceived. Yeah. Artists' reconstructions, and today using also computer technology to have reconstructions and artistic yeah. pictures of things, people think they're looking at a photograph of the actual eye. I was looking around the skull, and, and, uh, and I thought... Well, that's just a photo of the skull. Now, you're saying that wasn't even that. That was a virtual replication of it. So It's a virtual reconstruction. Mm-hmm. So, again, you have to be really careful because that's all of this stuff is done in a way that easily deceives people who are unsuspecting. But when you're, if you're a little bit 
suspicious and say, how do I know what I'm looking at? What is this really? Uh, and then at the end of the day, it's like, well, this didn't really upset the apple cart. You know, if, if they re- let's just say if you take at face value that they really did find a skull and mm-hmm. it really has the features that they named, according to what Dr. Menton says, it would still be a human skull. The date is wrong, too, because their, their dating methods are totally bogus. Um, but it's an ancient human skull is what it would be, right. assuming that it really is and is not something that they faked. So have a, have a healthy skepticism of things like this that you read. Check them out, and, and I highly recommend that people check things out with Answers in Genesis at answersingenesis.org. You know, type in the search field something about human fossils, and particularly look for uh, articles by Dr. David Menton. He's very good right. at explaining these things. And uh, I don't know if he's still here, but he lived in St. Louis for a long time and was a professor at Washington U, right, David? was. That's right, at Washington University School of Medicine for many years. Now, mm-hmm. he actually lives in Kentucky, and he's associated with the Creation Museum there. Okay. So would you like to lead us in a prayer as we conclude this segment? I would be happy to do that. Lord God, Heavenly Father, keep us from being deceived by uh, false uh, ideas and false evidence that people would trot out to try to discredit the Bible. Help us to believe uh, your word, the Bible, in which you tell us about how you created human beings in the beginning how we fell away from you in sin, and how you redeemed us by sending your Son, Jesus, in the likeness of human flesh to live a perfect life for us, to suffer and die on a cross in our stead, and to rise again on the third day so that we could have forgiveness of sins and everlasting life. Strengthen us in the truth of your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much, Pastor, for being on the program today. You're welcome. We are listener-supported KFUO, the messenger of good news.